Hey, so this podcast is all about team building. And so I know that you are probably here because you're thinking about hiring or building a team, or maybe you've even started to do so, but still have a lot of questions about how to do it the right way. Growing your team is a huge step. Even if you're just thinking about it, I applaud you. And also, there are a lot of things that you might not even think about that can be absolutely disastrous for a newly growing company if you don't know that you need to be aware in advance. So I created a guidebook for you. It's called The 10 Pitfalls of Growing a Creative Team. And that's gonna help you avoid the things that can wreak havoc on your business if you're not careful. Things that I really wish someone had told me when I first started growing a team. It's a free guidebook, so you can download your copy right now. Just click that link in the top of the episode description, or you can go to hannahbjorndahl.com slash guidebook. That's H-A-N-N-A-H-B-J-O-R ndal.com slash guidebook. Hey friends, and welcome to Everyone Wins with Hannah Bjorndal. You are listening to my very first episode of this podcast, so thank you in advance. This is my first attempt at a podcast. I've never done it before. I am a little bit nervous about it, but I am more excited than I am nervous. I have so much I want to share with you. It was honestly really hard just to pick one topic to talk about today. But this is a topic I absolutely love talking about. It's also something that is applicable to everyone. So here we go. Today we are talking about service-based sales. I've got three easy essential steps that will turn your potential clients into paying clients. So why would I even choose this topic? I'm sure a lot of you are wondering about that. The word sales is not very sexy in the creative industry but that's actually why I wanna talk about it. I think that a great sales process can totally transform your business. I think it allows you to serve your clients better, and I think just in general, it makes our industry and our world a better place. You probably think I'm crazy for saying that, but I truly believe that, which is why I'm gonna share all about my own sales process today, and then give you some really easy steps to follow so that you can implement some of these things right away. So let's do this, let's get started. You're listening to Everyone Wins with Hannah Bjorndahl. I'm Hannah, a creative sales strategist that turned my dream of being a wedding photographer into a six-figure company. I'll be honest, I had no idea what I was doing when I started my business. I had never even shot a wedding before, but within a year, I used my background in communication, psychology, and advertising sales to build a full-time career that had completely replaced my nine to five income. I truly believe that a great sales process can improve any business, but for us wedding photographers, I think it's the key to success. I also believe that anyone can learn and apply great sales strategies, and that's why I made this podcast. So are you ready? to apply simple yet life-changing sales strategies to your business? Then pour yourself an extra large cup of coffee and let's get started. So today we are talking about sales and specifically service-based sales. You may be thinking, what even is that? So here's my definition of service-based sales. This is an approach to working with clients that focuses on uncovering their unique needs so that those needs can be met in a personalized way. This not only gives your client the best service possible, but also makes them feel known and cared for, 
leading to an ideal working relationship and a very satisfied customer. So I call it service-based selling just because that's what I've come to name my process of sales. I strongly believe that a great sales process is not just about getting your clients in the door, but instead it's about serving your client really well. You might be thinking, what does it mean to serve your client well? That's what I'm gonna talk about today. I'm gonna show you how serving your client really well through the sales process is going to set you up for success and also give your client the best service possible. So I've got three essential steps that you can use to turn potential clients into paying clients using service-based sales. We're gonna go through those steps in just a second, but before I do that, I wanna share a little bit more about how I developed this process and why it became really important to me. It wasn't something I just thought of out of the blue. This is actually something that comes from a background before I started my business. So first of all, I worked for an online wedding networking company before I started my business. I worked in their sales department. I sold advertising to wedding professionals. Maybe you even got a call from me at some point in the past, but this job taught me a lot about what it looks like to be a really great salesperson. The next thing is that right as I was starting my business, I was also a client myself. I was engaged in planning my own wedding so I learned a lot about what I liked and didn't like about working with wedding vendors. And that set me up to serve my future clients really, really well because I knew what it was like to be planning a wedding and the types of things that engaged couples would really want from me as a photographer. Two other things that really affected me as I was developing an approach to sales in my business. Again, having been a past bride, I learned how expensive it was to plan a wedding. And I never wanted to offer something to a potential client that wasn't worth every penny. So in developing my sales process, I really wanted to communicate that value up front, why I was worth the money. I wanted them to be confident in their decision. So the last reason that I developed this sales approach the way I did was simply because I wanted to be able to book clients. Okay, that's probably the most obvious reason, but I wanted to really convince people that I was the right choice for them as a wedding photographer. And the reason for that is I truly believe that if couples work with me, they're going to have an incredible experience and they are going to love their photos. So that's why having a great service-based sales process was important to me. Maybe you can relate to one of these things, maybe not. But regardless, I think that this episode is really going to help you improve your sales process and give your clients a better experience all the way around. So let's dive a little bit deeper into this approach. Let me repeat what I said before. Service-based sales is an approach to working with clients that focuses on uncovering their needs so that those needs can be met in a personalized way. This not only gives your client the best service possible, but also makes them feel known and cared for, leading to an ideal working relationship and a very satisfied customer. In the creative industry, we talk a lot about building trust. You've probably heard at some point someone talk about the no like trust strategy. So this concept is entirely based around the idea that clients want to buy from people that they trust. And the way that we build that trust with our potential clients is first, they just need to get to know us. That knowing leads to liking and eventually liking leads to trust. I hear this strategy talked about all the time in the creative industry and for good reason. This strategy is effective, particularly by using it on social media or your blog or other outlets online. But what we don't talk a lot about is the reverse of this. In order to build a really strong foundation of trust, clients not only need to know you, but they need to be known by you. They need to feel known, validated, and embraced for who they are. And this is equally important in leading your client to want to buy from you. 
honestly, I think this is just important in general and building a strong relationship with your client and doing an excellent job for them. You want your clients to feel confident about working with you. You want them to be happy every step of the way. And if they feel like you really understand them, then they're going to have a way better experience all the way through. So let's talk about how to build that trust. So we're going to build this relationship with a real face-to-face or over-the-phone conversation with your client. My strategies definitely don't work over text or email or DMs on social media. It's really important that this all happens in a real live conversation. And just as a side note, if you feel like you have absolutely no idea how to even get clients to this point, please check out my free guide, Three Foolproof Strategies to Turn an Inquiry into a Conversation. Find that at hannahbjorndahl.com slash email. hannahbjorndahl.com slash email. Again, if you want to check out that free download, it's Three Foolproof Strategies to Turn an Inquiry into a Conversation, and it's going to help you transfer that relationship from online to a real conversation. I'm going to be talking about this more in the future. I think it's super important to get your client to that real conversation. Business happens live. Clients want to hire a real person. So I highly encourage you to check out that guide if you're uncertain about this and just generally keep it in mind as we move forward in this podcast. Also, make sure you keep tuning in as I talk about it in the future. Okay, back to service-based sales. We've got three strategies to talk about. Uncovering the needs of your potential client validating their needs, and then meeting those needs in a personalized way. There's a lot to uncover here. I'm going to tell you why each of these three is important and then what you can do to get started on them. So the first step is uncovering your client's needs. For this step, I want you to think like a detective. Now, I don't mean that you should be sneaky or deceitful in any way, but you also don't want to make this potential client feel like they're being grilled in an interview. How can you approach this as a friendly conversation of just getting to know your potential clients? And the answer to that is just by asking the right questions. I call these the magic questions. The magic questions are questions that are going to get your potential client to start opening up and talking to you more about who they are, what their needs are, and what they want from you. Now, everyone's magic questions are different. I could give you my list of questions, but honestly, you're the professional You're unique and you have your own unique clients, so you know what to ask better than I do. But I am going to help you start brainstorming what those questions should be. Your question should be centered around your ideal client's pain points. Ooh, how do you feel about that term, pain points? It sounds really negative, doesn't it? Well, let me explain it a little bit more. A pain point is simply a specific problem that your potential client is experiencing. Every single client has a pain point. Your client might even be coming to you because of that pain point, but the point is that you don't know what that pain point is and you need to find out. So at a very high level, the service you provide is solving the pain point and that might not make a whole ton of sense. For example, wedding photography, the most obvious pain point is that the couple needs a photographer for their wedding day, as simple as that. But what we're gonna discover in this process is that your client also has some deeper pain points that they might not even realize they have, and that's what we're gonna discover using these magic questions. So I want you to start brainstorming. What are your ideal client's pain points? What are the things that they're concerned about? What are the things that worry them? What are their greatest hopes and dreams, and what is threatening that dream? These are the types of things that you're gonna center your questions around. This might feel a little bit intimidating, especially if you're new in your industry and you're not really sure what types of things your ideal client worries about, 
or dreams of or hopes for, that's okay. You're going to develop this list over time, but just spend about five to 10 minutes making a list of all the things you've ever heard a potential client talk about that fits into these categories. Once you have that list, the next thing you're going to do is start developing questions around these pain points. Now you already know that every client is unique, so everyone is going to have a different set of problems. And that is exactly why we're developing these questions. You need to treat each one of your clients as an individual person with unique needs. And the first step of discovering those needs is just asking the right questions to get to the bottom of it. So as you're looking at your list of pain points that you just made, what type of questions could you ask your potential client that will get them talking about this kind of thing? Let me give you a few examples. If you're a wedding vendor, here's a few pain points that I hear all the time from my potential clients. Couples really wanna enjoy their wedding day stress-free, but sometimes it feels like that's just impossible. Brides really want to feel beautiful and attractive on their wedding day, and they're worried that they might not. Couples really don't want to be involved in the boring nitty-gritty details. Most couples say that the thing that is most important to them is just enjoying time with friends and family that they don't get to see very often, that are all going to be in one place at one time. So these are just a few, and you know if you're in the wedding industry, there's a bunch of these. So each wedding vendor is different, but if you're like me, let's say you're a wedding photographer, how can you start to uncover those needs? Here's a few quick questions that I ask. First thing I ask, just generally speaking, how is wedding planning going so far? This is really great because it's open-ended, and if the couple is a little bit more open to start with, they'll just start spilling all of the different things that are important to them, that are worrying them and stressing them out, and I really didn't have to do any work at all to get there. Another question I ask is, what are you most excited about? This reveals their priorities really quickly, and it also sometimes comes along with some concerns that what they're most excited about might not happen. Another question I ask, what has been most stressful for you so far? Now, this is a question that I'm not going to ask right away because that would start the conversation out on a negative note. I ask this when we get a little deeper in and I've got them talking about the things they're excited about. And then I can ask this really direct question, especially if they haven't shared anything like this yet, to kind of get to the bottom of what they're really worried about. One other thing that I always ask is I just say, tell me more about what your vision is for your wedding day. Again, this will reveal their priorities. It will help me get to know them better. And it will also help me get to know what's most important to them so that we can start digging into those pain points. So there are a ton more questions you can ask. Hopefully this gave you some ideas whether or not you are in the wedding industry. But I do want to talk to my non-wedding vendor friends as well. So as you might know, I also teach and mentor creative business owners. And they have a totally different set of needs. So here are a couple questions that I ask them. First, What's been working really well for you in your business? That's super open-ended. They start talking about the things they're most passionate about. And then I can ask a follow-up question. What hasn't been working very well? This starts digging into some of those pain points and opens up the conversation. Another question I ask is, what does your dream life look like in five years from now? This casts a vision of what they're really hoping for, but they don't have yet. That At least that's typically what happens if they're seeking mentorship with me. This is a great setup to my next question. What is your biggest roadblock in getting to that dream life you just described? So right there, we're getting to the pain point. We're getting to talking about what exactly the client needs. So there are so many more questions you can ask. And again, it really depends on what service you provide to clients. But this first step is important because you are learning all about what your client needs. You're figuring out their pain points. What do they want to change in their life? What's most important to them? As they're talking, they are being heard. So they're going to feel known by you. This exchange is just personal in general, and that personal connection is going to lead them to like you more 
and then eventually to trust you more. So never skip this step. It's essential in building the trust with your client that you need to be able to get them to the finish line of working with you and also just establishing a great relationship in general. Okay, so that was step one. Let's talk about step two. Now that you've uncovered some pain points and you've got to know them, it's time to make them feel known and cared for. So not just that you know their pain points, but you really care about them. We played detective before, and now we're going to play therapist. So I know that sounds really crazy, but stick with me. We're playing therapist because we're digging in to what's really important to your client, and then we're making them feel validated and known. We're helping them work through their problems, and then ultimately we're going to show them how we're the solution. So how do you make your client feel known and cared for? We're gonna do this by acknowledging what your client has said before and then showing that it's also important to us. And that is going to radically change how they view you. So you identified the pain points and now it's time to validate them. Validating in this case means that you're assuring them that their needs and worries are valid. They're totally okay. You're not shocked or bothered by them. They're totally normal. And not only that, but you know what to do. Validating your client's pain point is going to really release tension and stress that your client feels around hiring your profession in general. It's going to break down walls and barriers and hesitations that they have about moving forward with you and also create a level of vulnerability and a bond that's going to make them trust you ultimately. So how do you go about validating your client's pain points? A couple things you need to do. You need to dig deeper than surface level. You need to make sure you actually understand what they mean and then you need to give words of assurance. So first, to get to that deeper level, you need to ask clarifying questions to make sure you really understood. The best way to do this is just to repeat back what your client has said to you to make sure that you heard them correctly. So as an example, if I'm talking to an engaged couple and they've been telling me all about how they're stressed about their wedding day timeline, they're worried they're not gonna have enough time for everything. So what I could say to a potential client in response would be, it sounds like you're really worried about the timeline for your day and making sure everything fits together perfectly. Is that right? By repeating back their words, you're not only making sure that you really are understanding the true pain point, but you're also showing that you were listening and that you care. So a lot of people are tempted to skip this second step because it feels a little bit unnecessary. Maybe you're thinking, well, if they say their pain point out loud and I heard it, can't we just move on to the next step? You really need to do this step for a couple reasons. First of all, showing your client that you're listening and you care, it really does build an extra layer of trust. The next thing is, you actually wanna make sure that they're acknowledging their own pain point. This sounds kind of crazy, but a lot of people don't realize that they have a problem or pain point until it's pulled out of them by someone else. So you might be having a conversation and they talk about something they're stressed about and they kind of just breeze right over it and don't even realize that they've acknowledged something that's a big problem in their life. So in this second step where you're validating their needs, you're also making sure that they understand their own needs. So repeating their words back to them is going to reaffirm that they have a pain point and that they need to pay attention to that, that that's important. It's stressing them out, it's worrying them, or maybe it's just something they're really hoping for. Make sure that you acknowledge that that you validate that that's a real feeling that's important to you and it should be important to them as well. And only after you do that can you move on to the next step. So have you done step two? Okay, let's go to step three. The third thing you need to do is to demonstrate that you can meet your client's unique needs in a personalized way. Those first two steps have set you up to do this perfectly. You understand your client's needs, you've built trust, you've validated that their needs are important, and now you know exactly what issues your service needs to solve in order to give your client the best experience possible. Now you might be thinking, Hannah, 
my client's pain points have nothing to do with my service. So think back to the wedding photography example. How is a client being stressed out by the timeline of their day have anything to do with wedding photography? I'm so glad you asked. So remember that list of pain points you made at the very beginning? All of those pain points also have answers. Pull that list out and let's start looking through it. So you might think initially that those pain points are totally unsolvable with your service, but I want you to think a little harder about that. Think about what you're really good at and how you genuinely solve problems for your clients. I want you to think outside of the box here. As creatives, we're in a service-based industry, which means that the way in which we serve is often more important than the service itself. And I do think that's kind of hard for a lot of us to believe. And of course it's important, but really what is likely gonna set you apart from everyone else is amazing customer service. So start thinking about how your amazing customer service can solve some of your clients' pain points. This is an opportunity to really think outside the box and also to just examine your client's experience in general because you wanna be an amazing service provider. You wanna do the best job possible for your clients. And your customer service is a really easy way to improve your client's experience overall. So a few examples from my own experience in the wedding industry. Back to that question of how is wedding planning going? I'd say probably about 75% of the time, My couples are feeling pretty negative about their wedding planning process. They're stressed and exhausted. I have a lot of people say straight up that they hate it. They'll joke about how they wish they just eloped. And yes, those are definitely extreme cases, but you kind of get the picture. And so this is a really great opportunity for me. I'm able to jump in and say that it's a huge priority to me that wedding photography is fun, relaxed, and enjoyable. I do not want photography to be added to that list of stressful things. My priority isn't just that they receive beautiful wedding photos, but also that they have an amazing time on their wedding day and don't even have to think twice about wedding photography. And that's usually what couples hold on to when they work with me. You might be thinking, okay, I know you say that to your clients, but does it really make a difference? The short answer is yes. I want to tell you how big of a difference it makes. Believe it or not, I have received multiple reviews from past clients before I even send them their wedding gallery. So before they see a single photo, I've received reviews, glowing reviews, from some of the best clients about how much they loved working with me and they haven't even seen the final product yet. So this has happened multiple times. This isn't just something that happened once. And I think that really proves my point that customer service is super important because you guys, honestly, I think my photography is really great, but I know I'm not the best photographer out there. There are hundreds, if not thousands of talented photographers in the world. And so I definitely don't think this is a reflection of me being the very best artist on the market. So let's back it up, look at that list of pain points that you made, and start thinking about how your customer service can fill in your client's needs. So let's review these three steps. First, get to know your client's needs, get to know their pain points by asking good questions. Make your list of magic questions. Two, validate those needs by clarifying and reassuring your client that it's totally normal. And then third, demonstrate how you're gonna meet those needs with your own service. So are you gonna get started on this? My challenge to you is to just start making a list of pain points that your potential client has. When I first started, I actually had a note on my phone where every time I thought of one or heard one, I would write it down and then I'd think about how I could make my customer service better to meet those needs. It's important to me that my service not only serves my clients really well, but makes our industry as a whole a better place. So ultimately, I do want to make a sale. I do want a client to work with me, but I also want it to be worth every penny that they spend. After it's all said and done, I want to receive that great review because they had an amazing experience with me. And so hopefully you can see how this starts off the relationship really strongly. And it's not just going to help get clients in the door, but it's also going to make them lifelong fans. So get started on your list of pain points. 
Come up with some magic questions and examine how your customer service is going to serve your clients really, really well. And then you, my friend, are on your way to being a pro service-based salesperson. Thank you so much for tuning into this first episode. This is something that I've been really excited about starting, but also really, really nervous. So your support early on means the world to me. If you liked this podcast, please leave me a review. You can also find more information and a link to that freebie download that I mentioned earlier at hannahbjorndahl.com slash email. Again, that's hannahbjorndahl.com slash email. I hope you tune in next week and keep following along and don't forget to subscribe if you have not already. Hope to see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me on another episode of Everyone Wins. I hope you learn something new that you can take to your own business and apply right away. I am all about flipping traditional sales on its head and creating an amazing and unforgettable client experience. It brings me so much joy to share this information with you and see how you apply it. Thanks again for joining me this week and I hope I'll see you next week.